Hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all 43 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. I'm your host, Jeroen, and as always, I've listened to every song multiple times. And I'm your lovely co-host, Mira, and as always, I'm listening to these songs for the very first time. Now, Jeroen, something funny happened to me last night. Tell me about it. I was uh, rudely awoken by a Facebook message from my good, good friend, El Chendre, who, as you might hear, is a Portuguese man. Mm-hmm. At 3 a.m., I don't think there's a time difference. Oh, he's free. he is in Portugal currently. He's currently in Portugal. Okay, he's yeah. not, like, around. No, he, he's in Portugal and I miss him very much. He sends me a message. Hi, Mira, how are you doing? So... The Belgian Eurovision song is really nice. How do you like the Portuguese song? And what did you respond, Mira? Hi, Alexandre. I'm fine. <laughs> yes, the Belgian song is very good. It is. I haven't listened to the Portuguese song, but I will once I wake up tomorrow. 3 a.m.'s a... It's a funny moment to... No, but that's how I know and love him. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I'm never awake at 3 a.m. Something that also happened this night is, is, is when I got awoken by this message and, and went back to sleep, I turned around to put a loving arm around you, my, my boyfriend, and you yelled, Ow! 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 And I... In shock, recoiled and said, oh, "Oh no, honey, what's wrong?" I'm and you just went. Mm-hmm, 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 I was and went asleep. Back to sleep. <laughs> so I don't know what was happening to you there. Listen, people do funny things when they're asleep. Um, all of these things, of course, lead us to one place and one place only, and that is Portugal. Um, so in each episode, we listen to uh, one song and talk about it, and that's why this episode. That country is going to be Portugal. 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 I once, I, I, there's, there's a really good show on Netflix called uh, 3%. Mm. And I watched all of it being like, wow, Portugal makes very, very good uh, TV shows before remembering that they speak Portuguese in Brazil. So it was a Brazilian, was a, it was a Brazilian, Brazilian show. show. Uh, that, yeah, that's something we know. They speak Portuguese in Brazil, but of course they speak Portuguese in Portugal. And I think it's the only language they speak in Portugal because uh, if I'm not mistaken, Portugal have never sent a song to the Eurovision Song Contest that wasn't in Portuguese. What did they send last year? Well, last year they didn't send anything. Last year All they right. did not participate, which... Um, Interestingly, it seems like every time the contest is in Sweden, Portugal doesn't participate. What, what's the beef? I don't know if there is beef, but last time it was in Sweden, Portugal wasn't there. Last year it was in Sweden and Portugal wasn't there. And I believe in the year 2000 or something, uh, uh, that was also the case. Um, but Portugal are back. And boy, howdy, that's good news. Because I like Portugal. Uh, Portugal don't do exceedingly well. Uh, and some people are like, it's because they only sing in Portuguese and that doesn't have any reach and people don't understand any of their that songs. That doesn't mean anything because Italy's going to win this year. Yes, and with that, it might be interesting to say that this might be a year uh, that despite having very few 
songs in uh, the native language of the countries, uh, that most of those songs might do pretty well. But we'll find out if Portugal is one of those countries after we listen to the song. Um, so the winner of Portugal's Festival de Canchao was Salvador Sobral. No, you have to, if you, when you speak Portuguese, you have to sound angrier. Okay, sorry. The winner of Portugal's Festival de Canchao Perfect. is Salvador Sobral. Exactly how I remember Felicia and Alexandre's facts now, here's in their families. I mean, it's it's funny that you say this. Portugal uh, Portuguese does seem kind of uh, angry. The last song that they sent was uh, Leonor Andrade and Shaun uh, Marqueno Separa. The um, only Portuguese word I know is one that I heard a lot while living with two pr- Portuguese people, and it's estúpido. Well, but it might be time to. Uh, let go of that preconception because this year's Portuguese song is actually very nice. Is it very nice? Uh, there is. It, it does not seem angry at all. In fact, uh, tying it all together, uh, I might describe it as having a, a lullaby-like quality. Ooh, sleepy time. Yeah, hold on tight to that cup of coffee because this is a it's a it's a sleepy nap time song. <sighs> I am drinking coffee. Representing Portugal in the Eurovision Song Contest 2017, it's Salvador Sobral and Amar Pelos Dois. Sozinho, talvez devagarinho possas voltar a aprender. That was so sweet. I loved it. Hold on, I've been getting texts from El Shandria this whole time. Um, today on, on the podcast, we have as a special guest El Shandria Pereira. He is communicating us via Facebook text messenger. Um, he sent me a text that says, please listen, I really like it. The guy's is amazing, and his sister was the computer. It's true. They are really cute, Ah, ahaha. Yes. And then I said, fuck, this is so good. I love him. And he said, but the winner this year will be Italy. And I said, yes, absolutely. His is really cute, and his sister is a nice singer, Tio. Two. Yeah. I actually don't love the song, but it's nice. <laughs> what a whirlwind of, of emotions, emotions. <laughs> that we've just went through. I thought this was really nice. Thanks for joining us, uh, Thanks for, Yeah. Um, I really like this. It's very like, you know, like the Calais uh, French animation. Like, oh, we are having a nice time in Paris and we have a cat and oh look that's the Eiffel Tower in the background oh, maybe. <laughs> so it's romantic is it's what you're saying it's very romantic and, and sleepy and like it's even a nice little little morning song I think it's very nice uh... it's a good song for smooching yeah I mean I was just I was just really 
really smiling a lot watching this because I, I think it's so nice. Yeah, and the movements he's making too are so cute. What is he yeah. doing for this whole thing? He's just really, he's just really living it. He's just using everything in his body to like put, put something in it. It's, it's great. I think this is very, very good. Okay, Alshandra just sent me a link um, to his profile video on on the Eurovision. Uh, right, I haven't YouTube actually channel. I haven't actually seen that one yet. I think. Let's I watch it. Sure. Yes. Let's meet Salvador Sobral from Portugal. Um, so we just watched the profile video, which actually just uh, gives out a lot of the information that I wanted to say. Yeah, uh, but also something that Elchender also told you. Uh, his sister Luisa composed and wrote Who the is song. gorgeous. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Damn, Luisa. Um, and what the song is about. Amar pelos dois means love for two. Um, and that's about that's about the idea. My heart holds enough love to just... You know, have that love for both of us. If if you can't love me enough anymore, then I can just love for both of us. That's very sweet. That's very sweet. I think that's very sweet. <laughs> you sounded like you were doubting that no, for a it's, moment. No, it's, it's like it, it could be like a bit weird. Right, okay. Like if you don't yeah. love me, then I'll just love you more and i'm like ah, well just leave me alone but um, no yeah, yeah you don't want it to uh come across as like the love is not reciprocated and he's like well i still love you so much like that's not what you want it to be but i i with the song i but that's not the vibe you get i think what the vibe i get is like maybe the other person is just really like having a bad time. Yeah, that's what I. Th yeah, maybe that's they're how I depressed or or they're just mm -hmm. going through a rough thing, and I'm gonna cry. It's so really. I, th I think that's that's more the idea. It's like if it's it's not so much like you don't love me anymore. It's kind of like you can't put that energy. You in. can't put the energy into love anymore. But I will still be there to like, you know, maintain what we have, and be strong enough for the both of us and it's great that like the the figure you see on stage there which is salvador that he is actually also really fragile and delicate and it's it's a it's very soft but he's he's expressing like something that's very strong in a way yeah i just want to tuck him into bed and give him a little kiss on the forehead and say it's okay it's okay salvador it's, Take a nap. It is okay. Make you some tea. Pat him on the top of the head. It's okay, Salvador. It's really, it's a really nice song, and I almost cried just now when we talked about the meaning of it. It's really nice. It's a very pretty. It's a pretty song it's a very too. It's so song. soothing. It's so nice to listen to, and it like it gives me, like it makes me tingle all over when I listen to it, and it's like it, it's a warm glowy feeling that i get from it it's just like uh, it, it really hits those emotional notes yeah it's very it's very really well. good um and like knowing what it's about does like help 
that you know we're talking about what the mm -hmm. what the meaning is and that that gives a lot of the uh, emotional response to it but i think like just the music and it like luisa says in the profile video uh the, the music does transfer that same feeling that same energy and that's really good it's a super well written song and it's just uh it's very classic too i think this would have fit in really well in like old school eurovision and oh it, yeah and i love the old school chanson type eurovision yes absolutely and i love having that back again because i think we're we've been moving a lot to like spectacle and very mainstream pop uh, some, some, sometimes like cheaper music, you know, music that sounds kind of cheap and tacky. Um, and that's not to say that like, Ooh, this is more elegant and more classy and this is thus better. But I just like having like a, a song that is so much about the song in there. And that yeah. harkens back to like a different kind of Eurovision, not one that I'm nostalgic for because I wasn't alive back then. But I love the songs from like the 50s and the 60s. Yeah, and this... I'd love to have another Kleine Kokette Katinka. Yeah, or exactly. Or Invece or mm -hmm. something. Oh. If we could have another Poupée de Cire, Poupée de Son, exactly. I would die, I think. I would actually die. Because that's the best song ever. It is. It's, it's a, it's really, a good... really good song. So we've got two songs in their native language now, and I think it's a two for two for the one that we've listened to so far for being like really, really solidly good. good. And I, I have a hope that Italy and Portugal and perhaps some other songs in the native language that we haven't listened to yet, that they're going to do really well and that that sort of sends a different message than the, the so prevalent idea of like, oh no, we have to put it in English because I want people to understand my song. Whereas this speaks so much more to people despite not being in English. Mm -hmm. I feel like this has so much more like of an emotional resonance with me yeah, than yeah, songs yeah. that I like understand the lyrics to, but are sort of like nonsense English a lot of the time. And I'm just, this is, yeah, this is so nice. This is so, such a musical... It's, it's a musical integrity in keeping it in their own language yeah, as well. Yeah. And I would I like love. to hear this translated, but not like in the main competition. I would like to hear like a translated version of this as a bonus. But the thing is, because it's a good song that like I could see it being covered by good artists in like a nice poetic translation, yeah. which you get so little that like songs will that people will be like oh you have to translate that song because it's so good but like old school eurovision songs were covered across the board by people and translated into other languages like volare no blue dipinto di blu volare oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh it's like it's a classic it's it crazy is, that that's a eurovision it song. is too is a classic and and poupée de song was covered well, much later by Spinvis in Dutch, in mm -hmm. a beautiful, beautiful cover. And those are songs that like lend itself so much to that, to like a nice poetic good translation that like someone who is really into writing lyrics will write a translation for. But that's what it used to be, you know? It wasn't like the song belonged to one artist. The song was the song and anyone could kind of like perform it. Yeah. And, and it wasn't in, and it wasn't like like oh I'm doing that song by that person I'm just doing that song and yes that was mainly a thing to like 
well, that was mainly in America a thing to stop uh, black artists from getting credits sure, for their sure, work. Sure. But I actually do like that the song is is the song because they're also not not shy about like really making it obvious that his sister wrote the song and there's the the authorship of his sister you know like they they've put that front and center in each time they've talked about it about like how his sister wrote it and she's the author of the song but he's performing it um they've also performed it together uh which was also very nice so like there is that thing of like yeah it's a song and it can be interpreted um and you know when we're when we're talking about a eurovision song contest like that's a, that's a valid thing to appreciate. I think. Like I, I yeah. really appreciate that. I think I like that a lot. Didn't we talk about that um, last year with French Rebecca mm-hmm. about authorship of a song yeah. and that she liked it better when um, the performer of the song was also the author? But I think that kind of like presumes ownership of the media in a way that I don't. Mm-hmm. That kind of defeats. Um, the idea of valid interpretations. Yeah, like that's the idea fair. that covers are always lesser than. I'm. I'll be the first person to say that I have been hating this trend of popular artists um, putting out covers of classics as singles. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I don't. I don't think you should publish a, a cover as like your main single, but. God, there was the guy who won the voice in in Flanders. Yeah, like who, a few years back. Who put out a cover of The Sound of Silence by as Simon a Garfunkel? single. By, yeah, not by uh, Australian. <laughs> not by Dami Imno. No. The Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel. And it was just everywhere. It was everywhere. Yeah, it was terrible. And also. it was terrible because don't perform. He was doing it wrong. Yeah, he was, he was definitely doing it wrong. He was just doing it but wrong. The, that's a song where I feel like the authorship would belong to Simon and Garfunkel and not really anyone else. No, I mean, I'm not saying that that can't exist. It's just some songs are are coverable, and I just wouldn't never have thought of that about like Sound of Silence. Just Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, take an artist like Daniel Johnston, mm-hmm. who wrote, who did a lot of songs that just could not be covered. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, fucking Daniel Johnston, sure. what the hell is his music? But then he wrote True Love Will Find You in the End, yeah. which has been interpreted hundreds of times by a bunch of different artists. And that is a very good song to make your own in that yeah, way. Yeah. And it's also like just a very beautiful song. Like I said, this is one that, that could realistically be like... You know, it could be like an evergreen. It could be like a song that multiple people interpret. Because I think it has that... Um, what's the thing? Like, there's something universal about it in in the fact that it's a beautiful song. And I hope that that is recognized by Europe at large at the Eurovision Song Contest. I really want this to do well. And the thing I is, really yeah, do want the thing is, if it do doesn't well. win Eurovision, which probably won't because, you know, we have Italy... Um, <laughs> um, it will, I assume, probably be one of the contenders for the Marcel Besançon Awards, which are the ones, the awards given out each year to the uh, the composer 
or to like a composer. Mm-hmm. Each year they also give out an award to the I best composed song. Never heard about this. Uh, a notable uh, example of that was our favorite song in 2015 when Kietel Merland won the Marcel Besson Award for A Monster Like Me. Yeah, those are awards that people don't really talk about. They just happen like behind the scenes and they're awarded. I don't know who won the Kinda last like year, Kind of like the actually. technical Oscars. Yeah. So Christa Bjorkman founded the Marcel Besançon God Awards. fucking damn it. Uh, an Alchandre update. Oh, Sound of Silence won last year. Never mind. What? Okay, fine. Okay, quick Alchandre update. Alchandre sends, maybe Belgium and Portugal will be on the top five. I will listen. I never use podcast. Actually, I told him to listen to our podcast. Yeah, um, I'd like. I'd also like this to do very well because I think it deserves that, um, and I think it will stand out in that. You know, it's not. It's not what Eurovision is nowadays. And I think when there's lots of like electronic violence on that stage, people will respond to this even more by virtue of contrast. Mm-hmm. At least that's like the, the, the hope I have for this. There's a lot of like big dramatic ballads also, but this is a very delicate ballad and you don't get that a lot. And I just I just really like well, it. Well we just did Iceland. Yeah. Finland, I mean Oh Finland, yeah. We did Finland. But this is gonna do better, I think. I think it, it, it I I would hope so. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the end of this episode. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud or you can subscribe to it on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. Join us next time because then we'll be talking about another country in this year's Eurovision Song Contest and getting closer to talking about all 43 of them. Goodbye. Good night, Europe. I love you. I love you. <laughs>